It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the 3-0-Take, where we talk all things Major League Baseball. Here's Kyle Corwin and Nate Reyes. It all starts right now. Ooh, welcome back to the 3-0-Take, presented by SeatGeek. This is episode 356. I'll be your host, Kyle Corwin, and I'm here with my co-host, Nate Reyes. Nate. Hello! Hello, hello. So I got, uh, Paige and I got a little nostalgic yesterday and uh, went over to Olive Garden. First oh, time in that. years. See that on the story? And that wasn't even the highlight of the evening. It was not. It was not. But no, I don't know if highlight is the right word. You go to, I mean, Olive, Olive, Olive Garden certainly a highlight for sure. You go to Olive Garden. You get your you get your breadsticks and salad, and then you just walk out. You get an entree each, one glass of wine each. What would you pay for that? Unlimited breadsticks and salad, one entree each, and one glass of wine. Um, you're just saying like on the night, what would I pay? Mm-hmm. Um. Like having the the mentality of like what Olive Garden is, you know what I mean? Like what what category Olive Garden yeah. is? What would you what would you pay for that? The wine. Fifty before tip, fifty, sixty, somewhere in there. Seventy five dollars before tip. Really? How insane is that, dude? You're saying like that's too much. That's too much for Olive Garden. Yeah. Okay. okay. I was Just telling Paige sure this. Page I was yet. like, Olive Garden is is like is like Outback, Chili's, Applebee's. Yeah. That's that category. You should Italian. be able to take your family out and be like, if you had a family of four, you should be under a hundred dollars, no problem. Two people. For $75 before tip? That's insane. Yeah, it's the Italian Applebee's. That's what I'm saying, dude. (laughs) I'm like, no. No, 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 no. There's like super really good Italian right by us that is just delicious. Same price. And it's like authentic, homemade, back-of-house noodles being made for you. Same price. It's absurd. Olive Garden, no, what are you doing? What are you the doing? Al- the Breadsticks and salad is 10 bucks, by the way. 
It's unlimited. Well, it's unlimited. It's unlimited. But like, how many can you really cram down your a door? A lot. A lot. I had four I, breadsticks. I value unlimited breadsticks and salad a heck of a lot. Like, I hold it with high regard a heck of a lot more than I do like a a souvenir soda at a ball game because it's like understood how many how many 30 what is it like 35 ounce sodas are you going to be able to go through in a single sitting it's a good point that it's kind of it's kind of insane if you really think about it like what are, yeah sure unlimited refills how many times are you really going to go back breadsticks and i think salad, that's what however, they're thinking yeah. you can put it back we i'm just i we ate it and it was okay. I wasn't like I had the pasta and I was like, all right, like, meh. but then we went to Scoop Wells and no, we were Scoops good. Scoops Well, no Scoop Wells. I always say Scoops Well because <laughs> it makes more sense, I guess. Yeah, Scoop Wells, Scoops Well. Okay, Scoop Wells. Yeah. Got myself a little peanut butter square sitting in the fridge right now. That Rice Krispie treat thing. Ooh, part boy. of me. I got the snickerdoodle up. sandwich but last night, nice. by the way. Nice. Hit. Yeah. A little little part of me dies every time I see that because I kinda wanna I kinda wanna be oh, be back no. out there. If you yeah. have no idea what we're talking about, go watch our World Baseball Classic vlog. Shout yeah. out Scoop Wells. Yeah. The GOAT. Yeah. The absolute GOAT. Uh let's talk baseball. Okay. That's what we do here. Uh, let's just start right off the top with this Blue Jays Yankees series, Ugh. or I should say Yankees Blue Jays series. That's a big pet peeve of mine, referring to the home team second. Okay, That's right? Understandable. Is, is that normal? Sure. I don't really think of it that way. I put, I think I always put my team first. So like, if you ask me the score, I'm gonna say like my team's score first whether sure. we're up or losing or you, you know what i mean like i'm gonna no, say them that first. yeah that'll that'll do but Location in terms of wise, like yeah like a, a presentation as, or like you're previewing a series i'm going home team second isn't that that's normal i think yeah the yanks jays jays yanks depends on whatever comes off the tongue a little easier for you this is the yanks, yanks jays jays series yeah cool that, all right glad we fine. got that cleared up uh so the Blue Jays have an opportunity to split the series tonight. Game four is tonight, Thursday. Uh, but that isn't even really the the uh, talking point here. We we have a lot to unpack. Aaron Judge, going back to, I think it was Monday, Tuesday. Um, those back-to-back nights. Uh, the Monday was the night that he was accused of cheating. It, by this point, you you probably are, are familiar with what what happened exactly. Uh, started Monday with the home home run. Is that correct? And then the allegations came following the first home run? Well, I say allegations, but it was... It was the at-bat of the second home run. Of the second home run, right. Mm-hmm. Goes ahead and hits another home run. And then... All the dust starts getting kicked up, and then he comes back on Tuesday night and hits a home run. But it's what he was being accused of is what I just cannot get over. How many times do we have to have this conversation? The relaying of signs is not illegal. Right. 
I, we might be at a point in time where there's more people. I guess it's a non-story and like it has to be a story. I don't want to cover this. I don't think you want to cover this. No, I hate it. But I think we might be at a point in time now. And this is, I guess, consequence is the right word to use. A consequence of trying to attract these casuals to the game. And I, Mm. I, I, I use that very intentionally. Casuals, people that... We're really didn't really like baseball. We've talked about this. People that Manfred's trying to draw to the game that really aren't going to stick around for the long term, but they mm-hmm. like the they like the 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 flash. They like the the this yeah. the that. These are the people that are are the loudest right now about this particular right. scenario. They say, "Oh, I saw so many posts be like with the with the sideways eye emoji, like the yo is Aaron Judge cheating? No, he's looking down the first base line to pick up a potential." sign from his or some sort of indicator from his first base coach telling him what pitch is coming and you go well that's cheating it's not cheating yeah if you've ever played baseball at any level to where signs are given which is most levels if you have the ability to pick up the sign or pick up what's coming based on whether or not the pitcher's tipping or the the catcher behind the plate is getting careless because not a lot of people realize the Blue Jays aren't using pitchcom. Mm-hmm. They're or at least in that in that instance, they're not using pitchcom. Yeah, and so they're just going the old fashioned route. If the catcher gets lazy, if the pitcher's tipping, which we found out to be the case from Jay Jackson, he said it after the fact. Said he was tipping pitches. That's not cheating. That's whatever you want to call it, gamesmanship. That's a, a facet of the game. It's a right. skill of the game. Right. Like people, like I, I, I saw some reasonably rational minded thinking people about this in the comments being like, yeah, like we played the, we played in, in, uh, or I played in high school, I played in college and I didn't play. So my role was to sit on the bench and literally just sit there and try to decipher signs. Seriously. And then, and then once you get that edge, if you're successful, we literally in college had a guy writing on a piece of paper every sequence that the coach was giving and we're like the navajo code talkers over there like trying to break <laughs> trying to break this the sequence and figure out what exactly is going down yeah that's not illegal that's not cheating to your point this is a non-story yeah yeah it's it's insane that so first off I'm trying to decide how I feel about judges comments because his comments post game were Boone just got tossed. Yanks are up six, nothing during this conversation. And judge says like, he's hearing chirping from the dugout and he doesn't, you know, he was like, I am not I'm not a huge fan of us being in that position. And you, you guys are chirping the, the umpire. Because there was a couple low strikes called that weren't strikes. And I don't want to say that I'm not calling him a liar. He might have been paying attention to that. But I would probably agree with the fact that the eyes specifically were to the first base coach. That obviously was being able to pick certain things up. I do. I th- I think I'm not going to beat around the bush. I think that's what was happening. Judges is, is 
is basically a Derek Jeter level, you know, with media. He's excellent at answering questions without answering questions. Well, I, I think he could have, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and try to like hyper analyze what he said, but I think maybe a slight difference there between Jeter and judge is that Jeter would have just found a way to defer or probably like figure out another route of conversation. Yeah. But judge just straight up was like, yeah, I was doing it. like, no, you aren't dude. Like we all know I, what you're doing. It's hard to say. I don't know. We don't know. I mean, I think that I think it's more of of a I I really didn't like the Blue Jays side of it. I oh, think the Blue Jays screaming at coaches and like their pitching coach or their bench coach, whoever that was, just like running up the dugout and yelling at Luis Rojas the next game. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. So Luis Rojas is a third base coach. Yeah. The argument is that like no base coach stays in that box. Like no base coach stays in that box, especially when you have runners on as a third base coach. If there's a runner on second, you kind of work your yourself closer to home plate and probably a little bit deeper away from the foul line, closer yep. to the dugout. So that way you're in line with the vision of that base runner who is trying to score. So that base runner is a little bit deeper in the base path, he's closer to like where a shortstop would play double play depth. And so that way, as he's rounding and he's coming around third base, he has a perfect line of sight with that third base coach to either shut him down or wave him on to score. That is normal. Nobody, and I mean nobody, not a single team pays attention to those coach boxes. Nobody does. Including, including the, Blue the Blue Jays. That's... <laughs> You have John John Schneider talking about it after the game, and they are asking his thoughts. And he goes, "Well, I, I hope like the league will start paying attention uh, and making sure that the coaches are where they need to be." Your own tell tell your coaches that then seriously tell your staff, John. Yeah, and, like what and a like what a the next day response. The next day, Boone comes out and he's like, "What about your guys? What about your guys? Your guys aren't in the box." It, this is a non-story, and the Blue Jays are just being soft. Your pitcher was tipping. That's your problem. That's your fault. No one else's. Shout out Jay Jackson for just like essentially admitting not, it. Not well, admitting it, but essentially throwing his team under the bus because they're trying to like make Seriously. this story. They're trying to point to like coaches. They're trying to blame Judge. Yeah. And Jay Jackson's like, I don't know what y'all are looking at. I was tipping pitches. This is on me. Like, y'all can figure it out. But I know what I did, and yeah. it was not good. And then got yeah, sent down the next day, by the way. Yeah, not, um, not great, but still. And no one's talking about the cement mixer slider that he hung to judge. That ball was doing nothing but just floating in the middle of the zone. So I, I don't want to hear It's not like he busted off some crazy pitch that started at his shoulders. And and came back and broke across. That was a bad slider. That was an open slider. So go do your thing. Not to mention, this guy knows how to hit home runs. So it's like, whether he was using that first base coach as a tip or not, I don't think it really matters because that slider sucked. Your guy was not doing that well. So, and I think my favorite part, I know you're not a big John Boy guy, but the you know he does the lip reading and Schneider's like yelling and he's yelling at somebody at the Yankee side like shut up fat boy 
And I'm like, hang on. Take a look in your own dugout before you call anybody on the other side fat boy, okay? You got a lot of fatties over there. A whole lot of fatties. So I don't need to be seeing that either, Schneider. Um, um, the, the Blue Jays just need I to just be the better. Jays, they just need to be better. Let's be honest. I woke up today knowing that I was going to be coming to the fence of the Yankees. And it didn't feel good, but at the expense of the Jays, it's I'm okay. Um, I hate just, the Jays so much. Just be tougher. Dude. Like you were mentally not tough. I'm sorry. Oh my goodness. No, but what I was saying, I realized that I don't think I completed this thought. I think we're at a point now, going back to this whole non-story aspect, I think we're at a point now where we have these ca- so many casual baseball fans being drawn to the game that it's it's becoming so clear, so evident who actually understands the sport, who's actually played mm-hmm. the sport, and who mm-hmm. hasn't. Because if you did, this story would not have taken off. Like if if the majority of people in the sport, in the world of baseball, understood that this is. a legitimate legal method of approaching your strategy. This, this would not have blown up, but we have people who don't, they see, they see sign stealing and they go, yo, is this like the 2023 version of the Astros? Like, what do we got going on here? It's It's not even the same thing. It's, yeah, and like I get it with with what happened with the Astros, you're just kind of looking for this kind of stuff now and you're just yeah. waiting to pounce. But like it's it's 100% legal. It's part of the game. It's been part of the game. And whether regardless how you feel about the pitch com, this is this has always been a reality and a a possibility mm-hmm. for teams uh or a consequence I should say for teams that use the old-fashioned methods like this is what happens. i think it's i think it's more of of being able i th- i think what the blue jays are arguing is the depth of that first base base coach to be able to see a grip in in the gloves you know in the hands in the glove right like to be able to see the pitch grip and and then relay that message but that's no different from a, a base runner being on second that's no different from a a guy who just swiped a bag and he comes back to the dugout and says, Hey, when you're on second, he's a two 1000 set and go. You know what I mean? Like there's no difference to any of these things. It's just paying right. attention to the details of the game. And to your point, there's probably, and I'm not like pointing fingers, but there's probably people that hear two 1000 set and go and have no clue as what you're talking about. Right. And these are the people that are going, yo, judge is like, we might as well just lump him in there with with Altuve, Altuve and Perea and Bregman at this point. Like, yeah. no, it's crazy, dude. Like, and credit to a lot of people in the industry. I saw a lot of posts talking about how like we could have used this example or this this situation to teach people about like the intricacies of the game. But exactly. instead, people were just quick to outrage. They wanted mm-hmm. to jump the gun. They wanted to jump to conclusions. And here we are talking about or making a story out of a non-story. Instead, it's we the could art of used- competition. It really is. Like, I you go to other sports. I I freaking loved Luke Keekley. He was one of my favorite linebackers to ever watch. And if you ever see clips of him playing, that dude would sit there and look and yell out the other team's plays. And the other team has admitted to it. Other players are like, Luke Keekley knows. 
I don't know how, but he knows. When you study these things and these guys are watching film over and over and over again, to pick up any small advantage, don't give them the advantage. Don't tip. That simple. Like, call me call me boring and bland, but if I'm somebody who's, again, going back to this situation where you've got a baseball fan who's on the fence about the sport, like, ah, is this something I kind of want to get interested in, want to follow long term? To me, I would find it far more interesting to have somebody sit me down and go, all right, you see what's happening in this game tonight? 100%. Let me tell you about the art of sign stealing mm-hmm. legally. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about how there's likely code breakers like that role assigned to various people in that dugout and they're yep. they're sitting here as we speak trying to decipher what's going on in the other dugout what's going on on the field yep. instead of yo Aaron Judge they they must be doing some sort of electronic science or they he's doing something with his eyes where's he looking is there a trash, trash can in the dugout yeah. like Shut no up. that's it's not it, that yeah. just doesn't do anything for me yeah. at this point, especially yeah. having already gone through this for years with the right. Astros. No interest. Um, Give me it. I know you've got a great transition. Give it. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> what? Speaking of trash? Speaking of, tr- uh, I was going to say speaking of cheating, but. Speaking of cheating. Both. That, both of those. Well, it's hard for me to make that transition because in my head right now. Cheating, I, but it's yeah, not yeah. I'm yeah. I'm so far the I, opposite end of that spectrum right now with this. <laughs> Oh, I hate the Blue Jays so much. John <laughs> Schneider, I it, I didn't have I didn't come I didn't have this. an opinion about him before this. Now right. I do. Yeah. And now I'm like, this guy might be the worst manager yeah. in baseball. Like, Shut up, fat boy. <laughs> Who? Who are you talking? Vlad is on your side. You're looking the wrong way. Kirk is on your side. Fat boy. Manoa. Another one. Just add them all to the mix. Danny Jensen's a little beefy. Yeah. Ugh. Um, the guy's freaking Ted Williams when it comes to playing the Yankees, dude. Yeah, trash against it. everybody else. Yeah, speaking of trash, Domingo Herman, uh, what dude? Get this guy away. The day after, the day after, your team is having to field off all these, fend off all these questions from reporters about cheating. You come out and do this, idiot. All right, let's put our tinfoil hats on here. Do you think? That there was any element of the Yankees looking at this and going, we got to get this. We got to get this spotlight off our golden boy. Let's throw. We're going to freaking DFA Domingo anyway at some point (laughs) or another. Let's just let's throw him to the wolves. Let's roll him out there with what looks like maple syrup on his pants (laughs) and just let it just let it eat. Do you think there's any element of that? Because there's no way that he goes out there thinking, no, like, this is fine. This will pass. Look, what are, you, what are you doing? Bias aside, I'm trying to understand how this happens without the knowledge of any coaches. How does this happen without anyone else saying, no, go clean that off? You got your bullpen coach pregame. You got your bench coach. You got your manager. You got your pitching coach. You have your first and third base coaches. You have seven coaches around you 
throughout the beginning or entrance of a game and then during a game. And I understand certain pitchers will go and sit off on their on their own side. But I'm trying to figure out, and again, like bias aside, did someone see this and just let it slide? Because like I don't see how it, it happens without someone seeing it. How does a teammate not step in? A Rizzo would step in. You know what I mean? Right, but who's really checking that, though? Like, that closely? Like, sure, it was obvious. I don't know how the the guy's doing it. I mean, there's no clips of anything, and, like, obviously these guys kind of go. I'm I'm wondering if there's going to be a limitation of how often a guy can go in and out of a clubhouse. Like, I'm wondering if they, like, lock the doors at a certain point, you know? That's the well, only I mean, way he's doing this, right? Right, but I don't know if it ne- if they necessarily need to enforce that because if you're doing every inning checks, like I don't yeah. know, that's true. You'd be an idiot, like Domingo, to yeah. to do the check. At what point in his outing did it happen? I missed that. Like where early? Where in the game? It was early. I think it was like second inning. Okay. Yeah, because the Yankees had to figure it out with the bullpen the rest of the way out. It was yeah, because you have to get the check going into the game. And that's the other part of it. That's the other selfish part of it. That's what pissed me off the most is because like this guy has caused just so many, so many problems, so many issues. And this is just selfish. Like your bullpen's already taxed. I think they're playing like 32 games in 33 days or something like that. Your bullpen is already beaten up. We're already unhealthy. And then you go and do this. So not only do you have your 10 game suspension, but you just screwed over your bullpen for arguably the rest of this series and maybe even the next one. And it's just, it's, it's so small-minded. On top of the domestic violence stuff that this idiot has done, like, I, when are we done? When is this over? When are the Yankees just like, we're, we're done with you. You're not doing anything good. You're not providing, it's not like he's lights out when he starts. Well, we talked about this with Hicks. The Yankees clearly have a pride issue when it, it comes to cutting ties with guys that they at one point or another, believed in. I don't get it. Like, I'm, at what point do you just cut ties with somebody, regardless how much you're paying him, regardless how much potential you see in him, at what point do you cut ties after he's cost you games, he's cost you, neg- like, negative publicity? I miss it, I miss what, George. This is all I can I miss George. I I don't blame you for that. Because, like, as, ab- as abrasive as he could be at times... He made things happen. And that is like a, that's just like you just taking the Yankee logo and smearing it, dude, and just not caring. George would have been like, you're gone. You're out. Hicks would have been gone weeks ago. I'm done with Cashman. I'm just going to come out and say it. I am officially, I'm done. I'm done with Cashman. (laughs) I'm not well, going to flip flop. The... I'm not going back and forth. No, no, no. You're I've never gonna... said this before. I've I've been like on the fence about Cashman. I am officially done with Cashman. Boone, I'm more done with Cashman than I am Boone. But they're a package deal. Yeah. Nah, so, you'll be back. Yeah, they'll both probably be back for a three-year no, deal. No, you'll be back. Oh. No. You'll be back on Cashman. No. For sure. Too many bad deals. Well, let me ask you this. Yeah. Would you be back on Cashman if he brought Danny Jansen across the I lines? know, right? Sheesh. Because game 
game three of the series last night. I what a duel, though. What a great three game. run walk-off. That was a nothing-nothing game, dude. That, I mean, both Cole and Bassett, like, Bassett really dealt, really dealt. We went to dinner, but I think he was at, like, 75 pitches through six, something like that. Like, just and this, efficient and solid. And this is fresh off his uh, CG shutout mm-hmm. last outing. And you don't see that a lot. You don't see a bounce back. No. You know, that's that's solid, dude. Bassett's got something. And that was against the Braves, and now he bounces back against the Yankees. Like, yeah, it's not like he's doing it against <laughs> against the Reds and, and Royals or something. You know, he's doing it. Yeah. Good for Bassett, man. Yeah. But yeah, game uh, game four opportunity for the Jays to split the series uh, tonight. Brios uh, and Nestor. Brios and Nestor, maybe a little two guys chance. that probably you know could afford a bounce back start. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, um, let's look at some noteworthy performances, shall we? Yeah. Kodai Senga, Ooh. 12, 12 Ks against who? Against the best team of baseball. Whoa, right? dude. The Tampa Bay Rays. That's my, uh, that's my NL rookie to your pick. Sure is. Sure is. Um, That was that was a wild game. Was that? No, that wasn't. I think it's a Polar Pete walk-off, yeah. Was it last night? I think so. Don't don't call him Polar Pete. Polar Pete. We're not, we're not on. We're not on Pete Alonzo like that. We're not. Peter? I'll call him Peter. Peter. He's very much a Peter. Yeah. He's a Peter. Yeah, coming around. Did you see the around. flex? Yeah, dude. The flex Ew. around first, the mf around third. Ew, You're not dude. that guy, dude. Yeah, Peter. Slow many, down. Come on, Peter. We don't how many times we gotta say it? Like you you are a machine at the plate. I will not deny you that. But you are not that guy. I think Peter goes to like long john silvers regularly you know what i mean he's wow. one of those guys i mean I, look i'm not a pete alonzo guy but i'm not i'm not gonna throw somebody under the bus like that i think he loves long john silvers okay that i mean that's that's quite a dig sorry that's Peter. quite a dig to take at somebody yeah well someone had to say it you know and it's gonna be nate of course uh but yeah pete alonzo that that was a you talk about back and forth game. That was truly a back and forth game. The Mets hit got a little nugget here. The Mets hit three home runs tonight in the seventh inning or later went down by two plus runs to tie the game or take the lead. The only team over the past 50 seasons to do that in the same game. Cause you had the uh, Mark Vientos two run home run in the seventh. Mm. You had the Francisco Alvarez three run home run with two outs in the ninth. And then obviously Pete Alonso in the 10th. What sucks is this was Pete Fairbanks's return from the IL. This was his first outing. And I, I knew because he I picked him up while he was on the IL for fantasy. Yeah. And I just knew. I said, you know what? This this there's no scenario too in which rust. this ends well. Way yeah. too much rust. And if you I was I was I had the game pulled up and I was watching him. He had his hand in his back pocket. I'm like, you gotta come into a You're a little chilly. A, a chilly game, your first game back. That's not fun. So I, I, I just, I didn't. Whatever. I, I didn't know Pete was gonna go yard when the inning started, but I'm like, yeah. Peter it, versus Pete. Peter versus Pete. 
yeah, I I didn't think that was any well. So all that to say, point Peter. Do you know Pete Alonso? Another nugget. Who? Peter Alonso has hit the last four walk off home runs for the Mets. I won't say it. He ain't clutch. I'm not saying it. I mean, I'll he's say got it. like 15 jacks though, doesn't he? Uh, he's up there. He it was yeah. like 12, 13. Let's let's take a peek here. Is it 15 already? I don't think. Do you think you can type in Peter in Baseball Reference? They would understand. His name is Pete. Oh, he does have 15. Sure does. Oh no, it's Peter for sure. Or Long John is the only way I'm referring to him now. I mean, his full name is Peter Morgan Alonzo. There you go. So you're not wrong in calling him Peter. Like, this isn't just a thing where his parents are like, no, like, mm-hmm. his, it'll be Pete. Like, But he's one of those guys Pete. that would probably be a little butthurt about that if you called him Peter. For sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so 15. No, I'll say it, dude. Alonzo's clutch. But my my sticking point with, Alonzo, with, with Peter is that he's not this – MF around third base. He's no, not that dude. guy. You're a dad bod that can hit baseballs. Just stop. Just embrace it, man. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Just be that guy. Be the Bartolo Cologne of position players, and people will love you even more for it. Yeah. Crush beers. Like, that's that's his move. You know what I mean? That's his thing. You need to be, like, that guy. You're just like a frat star dad bod guy. Which he did, didn't he? Didn't he like do the, what was that? He like, was it at the all-star game or something? He was like smashing, or the home run derby maybe? He was like smashing Gatorade bottles or something and, and doing the the double fisting. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I think he's I do. done that before. So he's he's tinkered with it a little bit. He did bit, it with Gatorade? That's a bold move. Well, he's not going to do it with beer. I don't know if home do run it with derby water field. though. I don't, I it mean, may have been, it may have been yeah. water. It, it may have been. Luke Voigt has that. I hope he's still doing his thing in Milwaukee. I, I've got to be honest. I haven't looked in in the Brewers and since Nam, but I think he does that celebratory. You know, when he hits or one, maybe that's what I'm thinking of. I think it's Luke Voigt. I think P. I think Peter did it as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, just just full on embrace it, Peter. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Um, sticking in the NL East here, Taiwan Walker, dude. Big time struggle bus. First nine starts with the Phillies. He's thrown 41 in the third. He's allowed 43 hits, 30 earned runs. He's got an ERA of 6.53, 19 walks, a whip of 1.5, and only 39 strikeouts. And he is in the first year of his four-year $72 million contract. Just a horrible decision on that contract. You could pay me 18 a, 18 a year to do that. Yeah. Like, I could probably put up similar numbers. Yeah. Taiwan ain't it. I just, I don't think he was it ever at any point. Never saw it. He's got that Mets rub, 18 man. a year for a, for a, he's at best a fifth starter. I mean, give him at least fourth. At least fourth, dude. He could be a four starter somewhere else around the league. At the A's. Okay, well. <laughs> Again, not a major league baseball team. We just talked about that last. That's episode. fair. That doesn't count. Yeah. Trish. No, but but like eighteen. I get it. Like Trish. 
New uh, city. I I understand. Whatever. It takes time. Look at Trey. Look, a guy on his team. Look at Trey. It takes him a while to get settled. I'm not saying he's Trey Turner. He's bad in Toronto. He's bad in New York, too. He had his moments in New York. What was he there? Two years? Three years? Mm. I will say he was there two three. years. I think it was three. Is he still wearing 99? He was, was two. Yes. Well done. Thanks. Uh, 99. He Yes, 99 with the Phillies. Little Every- known fact here, he donned number 44 in Seattle back in 2016. Only to have years later, the face of the franchise come through and snag it. There's a little trivia for your next uh, social gathering. Should be never. Uh, um joe ryan a guy that we were talking on or talking about before we got on air his last outing against the cubs which i believe was saturday six innings no runs 10 k's but that it's not like that's not exactly anything to write home about like that's a great outing for sure but it's really what he's just done all year that i don't Mm -hmm. think is getting getting talked about enough uh, especially with Sonny Gray out there. Uh, he'll be getting the start Friday against the Angels. And as I was saying, what's really being talked about here is the fact that, or what should be getting talked about is the fact that he's fifth in Cy Young voting right now, according to multiple outlets. Got him on the squad, too. I like it. Big fan. Shout out Joe Ryan. Uh we talked about this particular individual last episode, but then he went on to keep doing what he was doing. Nolan Arenado finished his home run streak at five. Pretty yeah. good. Safe yeah. to say Nolan's back. And 1,000th RBI. I saw that. Yeah. Good for Nolan, man. He's going to stack up, dude. This is a guy that's just, you're going to watch the rest of his career and you're going to be like, another milestone, another milestone, another milestone. And he's going to have like 18 gold gloves. So, Look, I didn't want to bring this up, but I feel like we probably should. I don't know if you've seen it, but I've seen a lot. More than I probably would have hoped to ever see at this point in their respective careers. But I'm seeing a lot of people talking about how Brian Hayes is a better third baseman than Nolan Arenado based on the defensive metrics. And I'm going, okay, while that may be true, because I keep I keep seeing people throw Nolan under the bus saying, well, at this point, it's just a popularity contest, and it's one of those situations where you ju- he just racks up the gold gloves because it's Nolan Arenado. I go, what is that supposed to mean? Well, just because it's Nolan Arenado. This isn't some schmuck that we're dealing with here. This is Nolan Arenado, okay? We're talking and- about, I mean, he's going to be a top five Defensive third baseman ever. I mean, ever. Can we, not, can we not? Like, is it a... Maybe top a, three. I was going to say, is this stretch to go top three with Nolan? Until Cabrian Hayes can put the full package together, it's not a conversation worth no. having. You remember when Chapman... Everyone was like... Everyone would have this conversation with Matt Chapman a couple years ago. It was like, oh, okay. Like, good. But you're not Nolan. He's not Nolan. 
Cabron Hayes. Get and out like here, with Cabron Hayes. I, Look, I, I hope he I, like, I hope he has yeah, I like him. I hope he does well in Pittsburgh. But he ain't that guy yet. He can hopefully be a, an integral piece of that that uh progress that they're making moving forward, but you're not Nolan. Not that guy. Uh another guy that's been swinging it real well, Ronald Acuña Jr. He is in the midst of a four sh- uh Four game homer streak. Buster only on Twitter put what out. What's he out on the year? I don't know, but he's. Didn't we look at this? What what's his uh? What's his forty forty? I want fifty fifty out of he's him. He's not now. doing. No, he's not getting fifty fifty. Is that eleven home runs? Yeah, I don't know. He's not getting fifty fifty. Is that eighteen 40, stolen bases? Forty forty. Forty forty for sure. Uh, Buster only put these numbers out on Twitter today. Uh, in terms of his ranks, he leads all of baseball with 40 runs, leads all of baseball with hits with 58, leads all of baseball in slugging at 613, leads all of baseball in OPS at 1.051, and leads all of baseball in total bases at 103. In terms of the National League, he's first in adjusted OPS plus at 181. And he, as you indicated, has 18 steals, which is first in the National League. Who won the MVP last year? Goldschmidt. And he was kind of just pretty much had it by May. Well, it was Wasn't him and he, Nolan. It was him, it, him and Machado were like. Yeah, but then him, Machado got hurt. Yeah, and then Nolan kind of Nolan off, came in. Goldie pulled it out. I mean, it. He's gonna be. Uh, he's gonna be up there. I think he. I think is he, this year he does it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It might be. Because I mean, I don't think people understand. I mean, he's hitting three forty five. He's putting all of it together. All of it. Not just pop. Not just on base. He's putting all of it together. Goodness. I think he gets it. I think he's going to do it. It's early to say that. Just stay healthy. Stay healthy, Ronald. Stay on this pace. That's asking a lot. But are we a quarter of the way through? How many games in are we? Are we over a quarter? Uh we're over a quarter. How many be games like have we played? Forty seven games, forty eight games, something like that. I got you. Stand by. Okay. Uh forty four, forty five. All right, so just past a quarter. Okay. And he's at eleven home runs. Eighteen swipes. I think the only thing that's going to get in way of the stolen bases are the amount of home runs he hits because he can't stop it first. What a oh, what running. a tough problem to have, man. Tough, real tough. Real tough. Uh, the Dodgers, just a little note here, give them Ooh. some love, have won 50. I know we talked Dodgers-Padres a lot, uh, real heavy last episode or two, but just worth noting, Dodgers have won 15 of their last 18. 
Speaking of the Dodgers, however, let's transition into some injury news here. Tough break for Dustin May. He'll be heading to the IL. Has a flexor pronator strain, which I definitely know what that is. Uh, and will miss at least four to six weeks. Honestly, I like I I I'm starting to feel really bad for this guy because he has stuff. He has stuff to be really good. I'm just waiting to see it unleashed. You get you see that picture in the dugout where it's just him sitting on the bench. He's just got his head down, like in his hands. You're like very Kershaw esque. Just feel for this guy. Like it's getting to this point where it's like, dude, it sucks, man. Just give this guy. If you saw him for a full 162 and got his 34 starts in or whatever, I think you would see something special. But it's just like, man, cannot catch a break. Maybe cut the hair. I think it's time. No, dude, he's got that's that's his. I think cut the lettuce. No, but it's it's kind of like you can make the comp to like a Byron Buxton because I saw I saw yesterday or no yesterday maybe the day before that he had like I think it was 46 48 home runs in his last 162 yeah and all the people in their prize were like so what over like the last four years and it's kind of the same I'm, I'm not yeah. putting May on Buxton's level in that regard in terms of injuries or missing time or whatever but yeah, it's pretty like, similar. I mean, yeah, like you, we haven't seen continue. that kind of dominance by right. Dustin. I That's think it's I'm just saying. like these little flashes. I, I mean, I don't know. I just make him a closer. At what point are we going to understand that the longevity of a, of a season may not be there anymore? To be in the rotation, you know what I yeah. mean. Make him a closer. I'd be down, okay. but I think, yeah, maybe cut the lettuce. See, see what superpowers you can unlock. We've all seen it before. Happens. Happens to the best of them. I mean, if you're, uh, and I, I use this term loosely, if you're a failed starter, and I don't mean that in terms of his performance, because we all mm-hmm. see it. He, it's there. He's got the juice. But a failed starter in the sense of like you just can't make a full season work mm-hmm. to have the opportunity. And I'm not saying the Dodgers are are talking about this or if they've even offered this to him. But the closer role down the road to be able to transition into something like that yeah. would be a heck of an opportunity for him. And I yeah. feel like you would you would just want to embrace that it, it, if you've come to terms with the fact that like this starter thing just doesn't work with. Mm-hmm. my approach, my health, whatever. But if I had the chance to transition into a close role, because a lot of times you see guys like that, they transfer to, they, they transition to like a, a long, a, a long, long relief reliever. role, yeah. something like that. But it, if they Throw were like once, twice a week, that's yeah. it. I, I think he's too good. I think he's too good to put right. in that role. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if the Dodgers have, have kicked that around, but might be something worth entertaining down the road. Um, Jazz Chisholm. Will be out four to six weeks, approximately four to six weeks with turf toe. Tough. Or should I say turf? Do we know what turf toe really is? Uh, I know 
about as much about turf toe as I do flexor pronator strain, if that tells you anything. Why is it getting like the same time frame as like plantar fasciitis or something? You know what I mean? I didn't realize turf toe was that bad, but you're talking about an element of his game that makes him who he is, you know? Speed and athleticism is why he is who he is. It's tough. <laughs> I wanted to dunk on artificial turf, but then I just did a quick search, and you can apparently get turf toe on any surface, including grass. So wasn't the dunk that I thought it was going to be. But yeah. my point stands. Just get rid of the artificial turf. Yeah. Poor Jazz. I'd like to see him do his thing eventually. Uh, are, we, are we getting into MLB The Show curse at any point? Shh, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Are we had any other curses? Turf toe is when the toe is forcibly bent up into hyperextension, such as when pushing off into a sprint and having the toe get stuck flat on the ground. Ugh. Oh. Yikes. Yeah, so if you Google, if you're listening at home. I think I have that pretty much every morning when I wake up. Yep, yep. So Yeah, once you hit 30, it's every day. Yeah. Just chronic turf toe. Yeah. No, but if you're at home listening. your body. You you Google turf toe, you'll see. There should be a picture there, or you just go to Google Images, but you'll see exactly what it's talking about. And that does not look fun. Maybe more pictures need to be broken down. You know, like I think more more of these injuries need to be better understood. I don't think people understand baseball or even sports injuries enough. Yep. You know, I think it maybe there's like something there. Maybe like MLB Network can have. I remember when ESPN had that like that chick that would break down NFL injuries and it was actually like really cool to learn about it. I think it'd be nice if MLB Network did something similar to really help people understand like why TJ takes so long to recover from. Yeah, give why, me a breakdown of TJ. Like labrum a... issues, right. you know, like oblique. Oblique is a big injury. Like help people understand that a little bit better. So I think it would help. I think a lot of fans are pretty critical of, of athletes that get hurt without understanding it. Yep. I'm out here changing the world with my ideas. Not my execution. I'm not going to execute that. I'll go to med school if I need to, but I'd rather not. Are you going to be the guy to, to give I'll do us it. a segment? I'll do it. All you right, want to go to med in, school? Let's put in a word with MOB Network, see if they'll bring you on. All right. Do you think they'll pay for med school? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. Um. Let's see. Manny Machado. Uh, Diagnosed with a small fracture in his left hand after being hit hit with a pitch um what was he the uh i didn't even see it i didn't even know about the injury until this morning i was reading through stuff no but what's the have they announced what he's gonna what time he's missing no i don't think i i didn't see anything is this just like are the padres just gonna wake up from their nightmare anytime soon Dude. This is worst case scenario. Yeah, it really is. But look, like like I said, I mean, you look at you look at the two teams 
that I told you I believed in, the White Sox who don't necessarily need to be playing out of their mind at this point in time because the season's long, the division sucks. But they've won two straight. You're five and five in your last ten. You're you're treading water. I said I believe in the White Sox. I still do. There's still time. Ooh. And then the net the not the Nationals. The the Cardinals are eight and two in their last ten. There we go. And they're on the up and up. The Reds aren't gonna finish ahead of the Cardinals. Everybody knows that. And the, the, it's still early. I apply the same logic to the Padres. It's still it's still early. That lineup is too talented to finish without below Machado. S- right. Too talented to finish anything below second place, even in that division. Even with the D- the D-backs doing what they're doing, it just doesn't I don't know, man. It just doesn't make sense. It's yeah. it's a nightmare for sure, but it's early. Figured out. Figured out. Uh, Corey Seager activated from the IL yesterday. Yay! I didn't see. Did he do anything of note in the game? No. Over three, I think. Love that. Yeah, so uh, good news for Seager there. It's been a long time coming. Got delayed, too. He had a little stomach bug. So yeah, I saw that. sooner, but he had a little That's tummy tough. ache. That's tough. Um, Did he go that, to Mexico City? This wasn't... That wasn't his his debut, right? Like he, No. No, he started... He broke... He That's broke right. camp. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I was struggling to remember whether or not that was how long ago that was. Um, Jose Altuve talking about season debut is close to making his. Uh, he is recovering for those who may have forgotten, because I certainly did. It had been a minute since it's I checked in on, on our forgettable our good friend Jose Altuve. Uh, he is recovering from surgery for a fractured thumb back in March, which that was the. WBC. It was. Right? I'm not crazy. Yeah, it was WBC yep. in, in yep. Uh, Miami. Yep. Yeah. Do you remember who hit him? I'll find it. You keep going. I don't. Oh, I thought you I thought you were just going to drop that on me. The same way we're going to drop how to save $20. And it's SeatGeek. Nate. SeatGeek is the answer to all your ticket needs. Are you looking for tickets? Do you have plans of friends or family to make it to an upcoming game or concert? Or are you even looking months ahead to nail down a date to get tickets before they sell out? I guarantee you are. With SeatGeek, you can find tickets to games, concert shows, and even theater performances. Yes, theater performances with just a few easy clicks. We're making it even better for you if you are a first-time user of SeatGeek. Next time you add some tickets to your cart, use our promo code 3 take that's our social handle, all caps, at no checkout. cap, no cap on God. Just to check to to save Uh-oh. twenty dollars instantly <laughs> off your. Well, I didn't know you were gonna go all Gen Z on me right there. That's all you gotta do to save in. twenty dollars instantly off your first purchase as a first time user. It's all you gotta do to save some of that cold hard Venmos. Enter promo code three o take. That's our social handle at checkout <laughs> on God. No cap. All caps. For, for real, for real. Yeah. Uh, it was Daniel Bard. Ah, tough. Yeah. Who was Bard with again? USA. 
Oh, that was the USA game. Yeah. I thought for some reason I thought I remember this happening in pool play. Mm-mm. So this is when this was after US, the US had already made the way to Miami. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was like, Oops. was Daniel Bard not on Team USA? That makes sense. Okay. Pretty forgettable Man. performance with Team USA, but neither here nor there. Yeah, we're not we're not here to slander Daniel Bard at this particular point in time. Yeah, he did everyone um, a solid. <laughs> did I say uh, we that? Get... Whoa. Inside voice came out for a sec. <laughs> you want to go ahead and repeat what you just said? No, I'm good. It slipped out. It's Thursday. Just a little loosey-goose on Thursday What did sometimes. you say? I said, did everyone a solid? Care to explain? We're all thinking it. I think everyone gets it except you. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> you care to explain? Am I missing something here? I'm not breaking this down. Did everyone a solid by not slandering Daniel Bard? No. Daniel Bard did everyone a solid. Ah, okay. There you go. Okay. There it is. The pieces have the puzzle pieces have connected. <laughs> We're uh, all thinking it, okay? Hey, that's fair. That's fair. We're all thinking it. I'm just able to say it. That's what I use my platform for. It's just <laughs> not not to create change, not for positivity. Just say what everyone's thinking. Just say what everyone's thinking. It could be positive. It could be the worst thing you've ever thought of in your life. But Nate's going to say it. You can count on that. Oh, man. Weekend series to watch. Uh, I've got the Dodgers and Cardinals. Game one is actually tonight, Thursday. You've got uh, future Nate Reyes fantasy team starter Julio Rios versus Adam Wainwright. It sucks that I won't have him. Yeah. For this start, so. Yeah, it's tough. Whole processing part. Yep. Yeah, for, Look the, at for us. those, yeah, Look for at those us. who have no idea, Nate and I made a trade in the Fantasy League, which just never happens. It, it truly is. It truly is like a Red Sox-Yankees thing. You know how they just don't trade with each other really yeah. ever? That's kind of how it is with Nate and I. And, you know, Nate, Nate presented some pieces. I did the same. I brought some names to the table, and we we made it work. I think it was a win-win. Why don't you just tell people what the trade was? Because I know they want to know. No, I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it. You won the trade. I think you won the trade. I don't think I won the trade. I gave you... No, 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 no. I got it. I got it. I need to explain that I have no pitching, okay? I literally have... I have Joe Ryan and Nestor Cortez. Those are my starters. That's it. The rest are like semi-closers that aren't really doing the closing job. He also has Rodon on the IL, just for context. And McCullers, hopefully. And McCullers, but I'd rather have Rodon. Um, so the trade was, I received Emmanuel Class A, Mookie Betts, and Trey Turner, who, might I add, is doing a little, he's still playing a little poopy. He's not playing up to true trade. That's a group, though. That's a group. 
For sure. For sure. I did a lot of hustling to get those three guys individually. You did. You put a lot. That's a lot of a lot of hard hours. A lot of manpower I put into that. That <laughs> into getting those guys just gone now. So I sent him Class A Betts and Turner. No, no, I sent you. Or he sent me Class A Betts and Turner. I sent him Francisco Lindor, Julio Rios, Masataka Yoshida, and George Kirby. There you go. That's a solid. That's a solid return. I think it's a win-win. And for any of our any of our, our, our companions in this league that are listening, Lindor is officially on the block. So hit me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> if you didn't know, you know now. Weekend series to watch. I got the Dodgers, Cardinals. Oh, we already did this. Game one, Julio Rios, Adam Wainwright. Uh, game two, Friday, Tony Gonsolin versus Steven Matz. Mm. Game three, Syndergaard versus friend of the pod, Miles Michaelis. Mm. Game four, this will be a good one. Clayton Kershaw versus Jack Flaherty. Mm, that starts tonight or tomorrow? Game one is tonight, Thursday. Yes. Okay, cool. So Sunday night baseball, did you pick it? No, I checked. It's like huh. a two-something, 2 p.m. something game. I don't so mind get, those. I don't mind those. Sunday night baseball is the... Oh, uh, who was it? Why do I think it was like... Cleveland, yeah, Cleveland and the Mets. So that's gonna be a good one, dude. That's we not got bad. Bieber okay. and Verlander on the Ooh, bump. Okay, All yeah, right. that's a good one. That's not my uh, series though. Did I get? Did I get possibly get the? Oh no, Apple TV on Friday is uh, Braves Mariners. So my this series. Might, this might be the first time in a while I've gotten I've gone zero for two on the prime time. Yeah, good for you. I Thank think you. I'm like five straight of the Apple Plus stupid series. Apple TV Plus? Yeah, yeah whatever okay. it is. Uh, but, 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 Mariners visiting the Atlanta Bravos. It is Bryce Miller versus Bryce Elder. Battle of the Bryces, game one. Game two, nobody knows for the Bravos. And Logan Gilbert going for the Mariners. Uh, and then George Kirby... Versus Charlie Morton to finish up the series. Good little series. Good little series. Good test. I find that when a team is struggling or not necessarily playing up to the standards, like a Mariners, I find that when they go and play somebody that's tough, it kind of gets this like this going a little bit. You're like, all right, we need to buck up. You play we need up to, get to this. the competition. Yeah. So. No. Maybe, no matter how this series goes, I think it'll be a tough series. But maybe you'll see the Mariners go on a little bit of a run after this one. And I like that. I'm cool with that. So, yeah. It's a great point, Nate. It's a great Thanks. point. Uh, closing the book here. Look. Sad to say. But uh, R.I.P. to another bird. Did you see this? Oh, the Zach Gallon. Zach Gallon, another Diamondbacks Man. pitcher, Something decides to. Uh, mm. Yeah, there's something going. The on bird here. wasn't alive. That was a spy. It was a government spy that got hit. Yeah, you you guys remember? Did we do the bird? Uh, for our 3-0 fake conspiracy series, our mini-series back. Sure did. 
Did we do the birds? Sure did. We did do the birds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you saw this news come across your, your phone, you're probably going, oh, that's sad. But in reality... Was it a pigeon? Did we find that out? I don't think so. I just, I don't like pigeons. The other birds don't bother me. Pigeons freak me out because you never see baby pigeons. They're always full grown. They're fat as hell. So what's that about? U.S. government. I'm definitely going to make that a clip. We should get some tinfoil in here. Yeah, I love that. Can we, can um, we get a tinfoil sponsorship? Work on that. Reynolds? Aluminum foil. Reynolds aluminum foil. How about it? No free Did ads. they still make it tin? Is tin aluminum? Are those the same homies? I don't think I they are. don't think they're ever. I think they're different on the periodic table. When's the last time you used tin foil to save your leftovers? It's always aluminum. That's something that I... Didn't even realize until not enough people are talking about it. Wow. Yeah. You're welcome. So look, you have Nate here saying what's on everybody's mind and also saying what literally nobody's thinking about. You got to hit both sides of the spectrum. Speaking of which, do you have that before I get to my last point for closing the book? What? You said you had a sick what they're not talking about. I do, bro. A little tearjerker for you. Oh, boy. Yeah. Should I? Should I? Finish closing the book, even though you I'm should. supposed to do that last. You should. Okay. Last thing. Uh, Jeff uh, Jeff Passon put out on Twitter today, spoke with White Sox closer Liam Hendricks, who was headed to Chicago this week following a AAA rehab less than six months after he was diagnosed with stage four cancer. The plan is for him to throw live BP on Friday, and should it go well, he'll pitch in the big league soon thereafter. So just a little, little update on... On our guy Liam. Didn't want to lump him in in the, the injury segment because this is certainly greater than that. Yeah. Much more significant of a, a comeback for our guy Liam. So looking forward, as we've been saying, looking forward to that return happening. But uh, usually I'll close the close of the book. But since we forgot, let's flip it to Nate real quick and then we'll get out of here. For the very first time, this is groundbreaking. Um I'm using TikTok as a source of my what they're not talking about. So can I just say something real quick? Yeah. I think the reason that they want to ban TikTok is because because of this. There's too much information accessible to people on TikTok. Oh, I think the government is looking at what's on TikTok and they're going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. This is not supposed supposed to be getting out. Yeah. (laughs) I a thousand percent agree. That's exactly why they're doing it. Yeah. Spare me the whole like the government accounts and all like no no this is why you want to ban tiktok that's that anyway. and and i think the insider trading that's happening amongst people of government have you seen For that sure. stuff they're like yeah because their trades are public and people are just like all right i'll follow your trades and make uh buco bucks anyway so um yeah source from from tiktok dude i just i gotta be honest i watched these there's two videos i watched them over and over again you get a little get a little, little welled up. You get a little, a little welled misty. up up there. Um Zachary Diranowski, who does the MD motivator account. I'm sure you've seen where he'll go to people and like, hey, will you buy this for a dollar? 
hey, I need money for a bus oh, ticket. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right? I see that and guy he, all the time. Yeah. So he goes up on Mother's Day and he goes up to a... I saw this. Yes. A traffic control worker. Yes. Uh, that works in Detroit. Her name is uh, Lydia. She goes by Edge in the video. And he gives her a shirt and he's like, hey, will you buy this? I think it was like a jersey or a jersey or whatever. Will you buy this for a dollar? And she's working. She's in her vest. She's in the street. She's greeting people, getting people to walk across the street, stopping traffic, all this stuff, right? And she's like, I, I will, but I, I'm, I'm literally on my shift. I don't, I don't have the ability to, right? It was a mystery Tigers jersey. Yeah, there you go. So she's like, I, I will. I just, I'm, I'm in the middle of working, right? And he, and he goes, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And he, as the, the surprise when people do something nice, he gives the nice back. That's the point of this page. So he's like, would you like to go to the game tonight? She goes, unfortunately, I'm working. I'm working till like 9, 10 o'clock tonight. I won't be able to. Because he asked if she's a Tigers fan. She's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. So he goes over to the lieutenant and gets her shift covered. Right? And she goes, this is amazing. And she looks at her lieutenant. She goes, are you sure? Is this like, is this coming out of my paycheck? She's a single mom. Turns out her husband had just passed away. Oh, I didn't know that. And our guy, MD Motivator, hands her $500 cash. And she takes this brief. You watch the video. She takes this moment like, is this like, are you serious? Because like this, this is big. Like this is big for me. And I think people forget like, you know, $500 can be life changing to certain people in certain times. And she starts tearing up praises Jesus, and then they go to the game, right? She enjoys the game. They're having fun. All this stuff happens. The next day, the Detroit Tigers find this out. So MD Motivator goes back. Hey, I got another surprise for you, right? We're going to the game again. She gets her shift covered again. This time she's on the field. The Detroit Tigers offer her Little Caesars for free for a year, a spa day at a casino, a 2023 Tigers signed jersey, and people of Detroit raised $50,000 for her. So one of the Tigers comes out with her son, her grown son. I think she has a younger son as well. They come out with like this huge check. 50 grand, she just drops to her knees. It was sick. So job well done on the Tigers. I'm sure that's the the social media department that dug this out and found it. I think it's amazing and pretty, pretty cool for this MD motivator guy to to make this happen. So just a job well done. I'm telling you, you watch the, the two videos. You watch the first one of him doing the initial one and then the Tigers just, video. Yeah. It'll get you a little bit. I just watched the second one. I hadn't seen that. And this is all all just to celebrate a mother. That's what he was doing. So, yeah. Little fun story right there. Just find find somebody that you can do something nice for today. There you go. Um, Great way to end it. I think we pretty much covered everything uh, that's happened in the last few days. May have missed a thing or two, as usual. But... uh, that should do it unless you got anything else. Negatory. Enjoy the weekend. Have, have a great, great weekend.
I love it. Don't go chasing curveballs. We love you on as always. Looking forward to talking more baseball with you guys soon. Until next time, stay filthy.